Welcome to Game of Odes, episode one. Wait, episode 64. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we're brand new at this. So if we do something wrong, that's why. Every Misa, episode should just be first. Thank you, sir. Started out the show, sir, with the Star Wars reference, Eric, of a win. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to. I think it was uh, it was Selena mentioning, what was it, the title of one of the episodes? Season finale is going to introduce Jar Jar Binks to the world yep. of Game of Thrones. Um, we're very excited. <laughs> we're breaking ground on new fandoms. We're cutting the ribbon, if you will. <laughs> it's titled Misa. So uh, besides that, we obviously know what the finale is all about. But what about these other ones, like Walk of Punishment? I should just mention that we do know that Misa is not... I mean, it's High Valyrian for something else. Um, no, no, no. Please email us and tell us. Okay. Yeah. I, we have no please. idea. Please all tell us. But we do welcome spoil feedback. anything, please. I think yeah. that season four should open with then Yusa. That should be... It should be from Misa to Yusa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what should happen. It's Friday. It's Game of Bones. We had a different episode planned for you guys. We've made the ascent into our Friday show. Obviously a different uh, Friday show than, than we were thinking of doing, but the, it is an ascent nevertheless. And speaking of the ascent, um, we are all, the three of us on this show, and maybe even Micah, are playing the Facebook game Game of Thrones Ascent, which we do want to bring up really quickly here. Yeah, it's pretty badass. We had such a good time recording with the dudes from Disruptor Beam that we decided, eh, let's just have them on another episode and make it a bigger, better, more bombastic, totally fantastic episode. But <laughs> we are playing the game in the meantime. And yes, there is an official goo group that Miss Selena is helming yes, right now. Yes, please join our goo group. It's uh, it's just called Game of Owns, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. And it's really, you, it's you guys should all join it because I think that together we can rule Westeros. My character's name is Danny Dark. Um, and I think that that's pretty badass and I yeah. fully intend to rise in the ranks. So come join us. <laughs> I may possibly be marrying Eric. Haven't decided yet. Uh, Theof Greatjoy. Theof Greatjoy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> What's your power score right now, guys? My power score? I don't know. Yeah. My rank is like 39,000 something. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm 37,000 something. <laughs> oh man, you're ahead of me. <laughs> Boom. That's okay. I got a sworn sword and we broadcast live from, uh, hell. Helm's Keep. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Mine well, is called good. The Fortress of Goo, which is uh, pretty awesome. I'm from Candle Keep. Uh, that's uh, where they keep candles. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Nice. Hey, hey, the children of the candles are, are very important. Catching shadow cats right now, searching for dragon eggs, <laughs> cooking feasts. So we had a good time chatting with the guys, and there's a lot of stuff. We wanted to fit it into a, a bigger gap. But uh, what, you, what you guys should know is that this game is something they've been working on since before Season 1 aired. That's how much energy and effort has gone into this. So, and now it's live in beta over on uh, Facebook. Yep, we'll put a link in the show notes. You can click on it unless you're on your iPhones. I don't know if it's an iPhone compatible game. Hmm, I wonder. It's just there's so much to read. I have trouble. I have to scroll down just to read all the cool stuff that's like on the page and all the options it's giving me and stuff. So we decided to go ahead and continue this Friday chatting about the book because we know how much you guys love the chapter by chapter and stuff. So this week we're talking about Bran. He's the next guy. He's Brand. the next dude. Brand. Yeah. Brandon. He's next. And we learned that Hodor is a scared of the dark. Or he's a scared? He's a scared. Actually, maybe not of the dark, but <laughs> maybe of, of the, the crypts. crypts. 
yes. I Ooh, I don't know what this is, but, but Bran came up with this brilliant idea where he and Hodor combined, like with your powers <laughs> combined, I am Sir Bran Hodor. He goes, we could become a knight together. I yeah. feel like I feel like we're stepping into um, what is it? Is it uh, Snow White? You know, and the dwarves where you see them dancing, and that's just Bran and Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> what you know in the Disney film? This is oh yeah 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 yeah. She's been uh, spending a lot of time that's... outside lately, guys. <laughs> You're a bit, but, but, but Master Lewin didn't like the idea. Um, obviously he, he's, and then Bram was like, wasn't there that blind knight? <laughs> and Master Lewin was like, yes, but these are wives tales. So apparently Lewin gets schooled in this chapter. A lot of things, a lot of things are not agreeing with him. Um, Rickon's wolf, uh, and stories that he, he tries to refute, but everybody seems to be on Bran's side. Bran, who of course continues to see the three-eyed raven. Or the three-eyed crow. Um, and I did want to mention that this chapter was very had a very supernatural overpresence to it. I thought it really did, and it had a, you know it had a lot more of um, I don't want to say magic, but it had a lot more sort of going on underneath the surface that a lot of the other chapters have because we have Bran and Rickon who clearly have some kind of prescient power of some sort that we don't really know what is yet but i mean they knew they see dead people in their dreams and they know what's happening somehow and that's very very interesting do you think it's dead people in general or they're somehow connected clairvoyantly to the crypts i mean either it could be a stark thing you know because of something to do maybe something to do with the wolves very possibly they spoke so much about the children of the forest in this chapter i couldn't help but to just assume that somehow it's in their bloodline it's Mm -hmm. it's really cool that you bring that up because we also learned that the starks are really the only ones who were not able to fall to the andals right um they couldn't defeat them and so that's why the Starks that worship the old gods, the same gods that the children of the forest worshipped. So I would say there's definitely something behind that. You know, the 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 idea that the Starks would somehow be um you know imbued with, with extra or supernatural senses because they worshipped the, the old gods as opposed to the new ones. When they were taken down in the crypt, we got sort of a an unofficial history lesson from Lewin, which is a great mechanic in the chapter because it's from Brand's point of view and rather than it being sort of taught to him for the first time, Lewin was more of prompting Bran to teach Natalie Tenna, Miss Asha, who was carrying <laughs> him around the crypts instead of Hodor because he was too scared. He was prompting Bran to teach her about it. So they're both sort of having a back and forth about the history of Westeros, essentially. And the short version is that the children of the forest were sort of always there. And they fought with obsidian weapons, which are weapons made of dragon glass. I think we should all carry dragon glass swords, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, I'm up for that. Yeah. it's They were forged in the mouth of Hades, otherwise known as uh, by the Mount gods Doom. inside of the earth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mount Doom. <laughs> and um, they lived in harmony. They were the Kokiri kids just hanging out. The great Deku trees. <laughs> the, I mean, the Weirwood, excuse me, is where they swore their allegiances. And um, they lived there until bad things happened to them. It's funny because you say, uh, you say the Kokiri, and I definitely, definitely got those vibes from them but, but even more than that i just got the hobbit vi- wi- vibes how you say that word vibes um because they <laughs> oh, felt I got like the hobbit wives the oh. wives i got all the wives. It's a disorder um, oh no but no but it's it it was it seems so blatant to me it seemed like 
I mean, this was a people, you know, the, the Tolkien talked about how the hobbits were this little people that lived peacefully and then others came and then they slowly sort of died out over time. And Aww. it feels, I know, um, Bilbo's dead. <laughs> uh, no, there. Um, but <laughs> He so never it, died, damn it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It doesn't count. But so it's a Valinor. Um, I feel like it's very similar to that. That's at least the, what I picked up from it. You know, this. The, I've, reading this chapter, I felt such a duality because you guys know that I love the children so much the children of the forest every time Lewin <laughs> mentions them but i could not get behind rickon in this chapter oh my God, because I, no i swear wh who let that kid get out the of dog his, out who, who, for, who forgot to chain him who forgot to chain him to his who post let the wolf out <laughs> i mean not the wolf, wolf i'm actually talking wolf, about wolf, the kid wolf. i'm talking about the kid at this time oh, what is okay. rickon doing wandering the crypts Hanging He's out a lordling. His... Who's going to stop him? Who's going to huh? stop him? Somebody's got to stop me, huh? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm just <laughs> saying. Right. I mean, he's four. He's four years old. He should not be able to. But that's that was what it was like back then. In in our years, he's like eight. Right. Still <laughs> ish. I I'm still I still think Westeros is a real planet that's just in the next galaxy, and it's in Andromeda. We just haven't mm -hmm. gone to it. And yet. ages yeah. are different than they are here. That's yeah, and fine. George came traveling on a comet. To Earth. It's like my favorite. Where margin. do you think he got those suspenders, man? Uh, oh, yes, oh, that's that's where they come from. It's comet <laughs> it's fire. Sure. It's even stronger than dragon fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because uh, they are the children of the forest are so much like hobbits. When you really think yeah, about it, they really are. I mean, I haven't read, so I really can't dispute it. Other than to say, I don't know hobbits to have been very magical at all. Well, they're magical in different ways. I mean, obviously, there's there's going to be. From shifting to one story to another, we know that George was influenced and inspired a lot by Tolkien's lore. Good point. And so, you know, writing a character loosely based or inspired by is totally fine. That's creative license. That's part of being a good artist is is writing what you love. And him doing so and making these children of the forest like this, I wonder if their future is going to be like the future of the Hobbits. Because we know at the end of Lord of the Rings, at the end of Return of the King... Um, when Aragorn retakes the throne of Gondor, what he essentially does is he takes all of the land in Middle-earth, basically all of it. He gives Gimli a kingdom, Legolas gets a kingdom, they make Lothlorien bigger inside of Mirkwood, and then the only place he leaves, sort of not his, is the Shire. And he gives Mordor back to the slaves that were there. But like he leaves the Shire and he allows them to sort of grow and progress and kind of stick to their ways. So I'm wondering at the end of all this, do you guys think that whoever takes the seat is going to somehow harvest and like make these children of the forest grow back to power essentially? I hope so, but I would say it depends on what they've become because the children of the forest haven't been seen in so long. Uh, and Asha says they're still around that they're North of the wall. She hints at this hints at that. But by the time master Lewin, you know, gets to that part in the story where the children of the forest had to get pushed North some, a raven arrives and he doesn't tell it. He doesn't finish telling the story. But I worried that the children didn't not become the White Walkers or have some kind of responsibility. Oh, damn. Who, you know, have some kind of responsibility for the magic that is coming from the north now. I, re I yeah. really worried about that because Asha is talking about, you know, talking to Bran about winter and how winter has no king. If you'd, you know, if you'd seen it uh, or lived it, you'd know. Oh. Yes, it's so harsh, nice you know, and I was thinking, shit, these children of the forest are angry. 
after the Andals came and kicked them out and burned all their trees down. Here's the thing. They had to deal with the first men coming and burning their trees down. And then they had 4,000 years of friendship. But then some other guys came, killed everybody, and burned all the rest of the trees. So yeah. nobody's happy. years can do a lot to change you. A lot. Yeah. So I would absolutely really worry. Theory. I would worry that the, the White Walkers are, are from them. If not, they are them. Hmm. That's cool. So you don't think that any are in Lower Westeros? Oh, the children? I don't think yeah. so. Well, if the Starks are the only ones who share their gods anymore, I don't think so because they're, they're you know as north as it gets. That's interesting. It opens up a whole lot. You know, we we kind of get all this thrown in our face. Rickon's hiding in the crypt, and they go and they visit Lyanna's tomb and things like that, and they're talking more about the history and telling Asha about it. And Rickon's wolf attacks Lewin. We go up to the tower to get it all mended, and then we get all of these bits of history sort of thrown in our face. We, and I we feel get like we're more kind of... Liana, too. <laughs> yeah, well, Liana yeah, and Brandon. We do. It just came right out of his mouth. <laughs> Liana and Brandon both have statues. Those statues are supposed to be reserved for lords and ladies. Why? And but So Lewin says what? Ned liked them so much, or he adored <laughs> them so much, he commissioned those stones to be made. He's yeah. like, screw tradition. We're going to give my sister and her and my brother their own statues. But really, do you think that Ned knew something that nobody else knew, that they were secretly lords or something? No, I mm. think mostly it was because he just died in the last chapter and George wanted us to feel even worse. So he's like, oh, look, he's a nice <laughs> dude. <laughs> Here's the other thing about the Starks, because they have this tradition of – um you know, being buried in the cribs with this stone thing. At the very, very end, when the raven arrives at the end of the chapter, I'm going to quote this here because this is pretty – this really brings up a question here. Okay, so when Master Lewin gets the raven and he looks up from the letter, he says, My lords, we shall need to find a stone carver who knew his likeness well. So do the Starks – like wouldn't it be – uh, fortuitous, wouldn't it be important for them to like have a family of stone carvers following them like, <laughs> their whole lives, getting to know them? Shouldn't they be befriending? Shouldn't there be like an honorary stone carver That's family in Winterfell? Though. Don't you think it's chilling? already morbid enough that they are looking at the places where they'll be buried? Like really, when you think about it, you know, they go to visit this place. It's quite and then comforting. It's like, One day you'll be here dead. I think it's comforting to be. I have a plot purchase for me as well. Do you really? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Do you go visit uh, it though? Well, when I'm visiting other people that aren't me, yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, I guess that's not that strange. I just feel like it's so eerie, you know? I've told my parents since I was four that I'm going to be frozen instead, so I hate to. (laughs) They'll probably end up trying to bury me before they're gone. I'm sure that'll happen. And if that's the case, I'm just going to demand to be frozen. Frozen, freezing ice is the way to go, man. I want to come back as a White Walker. I mean, what other option is there? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good call. Leading up until the reveal there where the, where the raven crow bird thing lands, it's so weird because Lewin's already a little messed up in the head from getting bit. And he's also a little bothered to the fact that Rickon was down there waiting because he had been speaking to his father in his dream, just like Bran had been telling Lewin the whole chapter. Yeah. And... The entire chapter, Ash is also like in the ear being like, ah, those stories could be true. Eh, Children in the north or children of the forest just went north. Yeah, there's giants and crazy stuff. I've seen it all. (laughs) So she's just kind of like trolling the entire time, trolling Loon. He's like, come on, asshole. I'm trying to hang out with these kids. (laughs) But like they're right before the the bird situation happens. Like I'm talking three or four paragraphs before. It's actually really interesting. If you guys haven't read it, you should. They know like the, the Raven lands and 
Rickon starts crying. Like yeah. they know. Bran knows. Asha knows. She goes, and they're like, "What's that for?" And she goes, "You know what that's for, Lewin, or whatever." <laughs> and he opens it, and he starts crying too. So it's just so strange because a raven could come. It could be news about anything. Yeah, you know. But they knew. Yes, bringing us George back to wrote their that weird for a purpose. Powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wrote that for a purpose, to inject even more magic and mystery. And, you know, cascading through the books, there's so much about battle and strategy and, you know, who's having sex with who and yada, yada, yada. But these past few chapters, especially this one, it's just like, hey, there's a whole book series coming. Here it is. Yeah. Yes. It's so much more magical than the TV show, though. I do agree with that. And I was surprised how magical this whole chapter was that Brandon Ricken are sharing the same dreams. And it's about Ned dying. But if you look at the chapter's position as being pretty much at the end of the book, it really does do what the season two finale did, I think, too, which was, you know, whet your appetite for magic and mystery. And not only that, but it also brings an important to Bran, which I don't think he had anymore because, or before, because I think that, you know, Bran sort of, he was sort of like our eyes into the story, but he was never, he always felt like an observer. But at this point, in the, we're sort of realizing, despite the fact that he's as young as he is, he's actually going to have some kind of role to play, you know, as we get to see a little bit more of in season two. Like, he's going to have his own journey, which might have something to do with the fact that he and Rickon seem to be able to do this, which we haven't seen from any of the other Stark children. And it yeah. could have to do with the fact that there are very few men in Winterfell left. <laughs> You know, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Ned Stark took the creme de la creme with him and Rob Stark, <laughs> Rob Stark took the uh, creme brulee, uh, <laughs> all the rest of the people with him. And and according to Roderick Cassell, all that's left are a bunch of groundhogs and hedgehogs. <laughs> no, geese, geese and hedgehogs. You, you fight like a goose. You fight like a goose and <laughs> you, you goose fight like fire. a hedgehog. You can't fight like geese. The like your arms chopped off. How do you fight like a hedgehog, though? Like, think about it. <laughs> do, do, well, Sonic do, do, does it really do, well in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. So he's a good character. He's that got lots very, of speed. True. You got to watch his A down, though. That's a devastating attack. A down? Yeah, the spin. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have to give my own of the episode to him for being <laughs> such a badass in the fighting fields out there training people. You goose. You silly geese. You goosin'. Um, my own goes to Asha for trolling, like you said, Zach. Um, she just knows so much, and unfortunately, because it's a plot device, uh, will not be given the opportunity to speak about it. Mm-mm-mm. My uh, own is a quote, which uh, Eric was alluding to earlier, which was Osha, or Osha as well. She said, Winter's got no king. If you'd seen it, you'd know that, summer boy. And I was Ooh. like, his wolf is called summer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't call him that. His wolf is summer. <laughs> <laughs> So cool. Well, I love the whole winter thing. Do you have an own listener? I'm speaking to you, John. Yes, you I just do. just broke the fourth wall. Sally. Uh, Evan. Or even, maybe your name is Selena. Oh my gosh. If, if there's listening. Selena listening, I want to know. We have to we have to murder her, so there can be only one. <laughs> only one, Selena. It's, Watch you're out, You're the Jamie Selena Lannister Gomez. of goo. <laughs> 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 only one. Well, if you're there, there are no Selenas like me. Only me. <laughs> And you have something to say, maybe a quick hello, maybe you want to tell us your real name. Actually, you know what? Just email us and tell us your real name if you're there. And we'll sort through it and we'll find them and we'll put them in the folder of real names and we'll be able to use those later. They're like currency. If you want to do that, you can email that to contact at gameofowns.com. 
That is our email address. It is indeed. You can also uh, go check out hypable.com, which is H-Y-P-A-B-L-E.com, where we have news about all kinds of stuff that isn't just Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh, we like other things. And uh, we just posted today, as we talked about earlier in the show, we just posted the eight out of the ten titles for season three of Game of Thrones. Ooh, so go read them and speculate. Yeah. And a new month means a new vote, a new month to vote for us on iTunes. To rate our podcast, not vote oh, for here us. It comes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Vote for goo. Vote for goo. <laughs> vote for goo. A new month means that the spell has been broken, and iTunes uh, now would allow you to rate t- typically uh, something less than five stars. However, <gasps> what if you were to rate Game of Bones? We do request that you. Uh, rated only five stars or suffer. Take his head for treason! Suffer <laughs> season three, episode three, The Walk of Punishment. Uh-oh. Oh no, which does not sound very fun. You'll have to run the gauntlet. Indeed, they will. Eric's like the Sphinx at the end of the hedge maze, guys. You don't want to do it. Dude, <laughs> season, but episode seven doesn't sound so bad. The Bear and the Maiden Fair. It sounds like bestiality. <laughs> anyway, Twitter's a place where you can tell us how weird that was. It's twitter.com slash Game of Owns. Uh, it's where we tweet sometimes. There's a Twitter account there. If you would navigate to your favorite application or web browser of your choice, you can do that. And while you're there, you can probably press some kind of a tab function, open a new tab, head over to Game of Owns at Facebook. It's just facebook.com slash Game of Owns. And there you can join all those other people that are really nice and liking and commenting and we post funny pictures and cool pictures there sometimes and so while you're you... on facebook you can also play facebook uh, game of thrones ascent the new video Yay. game that we talked about at the top of this show yeah check it out it's fun you guys can make cool names i was the lame one everyone made cool names my name is just z z e baratheon i just thought that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> so Fail. don't be like me guys looking at the leaderboards though zach there's like it, 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 other people did it too, like Derek Lannister. A whole bunch of misspelled Targaryens. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones, guys. It's Friday. We're here. And we'll see you on Monday. I'm Eric Skull. I'm Zach Louie. And I'm Danny Dark. <laughs> Me, Sabi, seeing you <laughs> late. That was terrible. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye.